Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. 97.3 Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. Coast FM. Hungry? Mm. Well, mm. a company has now made meatballs out of mammoth. Hey? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, Val are an Aussie outfit, as it turns out, who work with the University of Queensland and are dedicated to creating meat without harm. So instead, they lab grow meat from cells, and in this case, from DNA sequenced from oh mammoth my remains. My and they have created in an enormous meatball <laughs> sequenced from a mammoth. They say mm. we chose the woolly mammoth because it's a symbol of diversity loss and a symbol of climate change. So yeah. What? Staphylococcus burgers. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those that don't remember Staphylococcus, he was the mammoth that was on Sesame he Street. Was, oh, he was my favourite. He was, he was originally uh, Big Bird's imaginary friend, but he, you yeah, know, everyone can see him these days. See, anyway, yeah. I went and dug out some bits about him, and weirdly, yeah. it was this. Oh, hi. I'm on my way to have my favourite lunch. Guess what he's eating? and meatball. Oh, no. I just hope I can eat my meatball this time. You won't believe what happened last time. Cue the song. On top of spaghetti <laughs> all covered with cheese I washed my poor meatball <laughs> when somebody sneezed. I don't understand. It's like... Oh, it's, they're like the Simpsons. They predicted the future. Uh, it's Cindy and DeMello this morning. I think uh, Nikki back on board tomorrow. She's off getting um, some structural work done. <laughs> Let's, okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm allowed to say. It's, it, she's heard her digits. She's heard she's her, her She has heard her fingers. Yeah. So, yeah, she's, she's getting that work done. So, hopefully, she'll be better tomorrow. All right. Uh, more changes for the media landscape. I don't know if you heard the news. Yesterday, Mandra Mail. Mm-hmm. along with the Bunbury Mail, Bustleton Dunsborough Mail and Augusta Margaret River Mail mm-hmm. papers mm. will cease printing next I month. I know, yep. Word is Mandra Mail and Bunbury Mail will continue online. Okay, um, yeah. Though as to how many staff will be left uh, no, without jobs because of this reshuffle, yeah. I don't know, it's hard to tell. The paper is getting thinner and thinner, though. Well, it is. <laughs> That's true. It's like, oh, it's a pamphlet today. And, and look, to be fair, I mean, I suppose... Online is the way, isn't it? it? Is. Like it, it is, is kind of the way of the future, and uh, yeah, it'll it, tough time to be uh, unfortunate if you know mm. you do happen to lose your gig at the moment. Sad. Like it's a it's mm. a rough time. So yeah, hopefully not too many people no. out there looking for work at this stage. Speaking of online papers, I was perusing one this morning as I do. Mm-hmm. I won't name which particular one it was, mm-hmm. but as I was as because I'm going to be nice to them. Mm-hmm. Trawling through the various sites, I noticed one with an ad. You know, they got their brand oh, partner yeah. section. Yeah, and they were offering, even though we are a week out from Easter, mm-hmm. ten Christmas gift ideas for the <laughs> tradie in your life. Oh my God, are you sure it was? In, it was like expired. Is no. it? It's a. Br- I mean, maybe. Maybe. Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I, uh, I was just. Probably, scr- oh, hang on. Christmas in July, maybe. <sighs> Yeah, but who's buying presents for their tradies for Christmas in July? <laughs> At best, that is a big night out. Yeah. That's not buying that's presents. That's not buying presents. Now, no. I didn't click on the link, right? But there was a picture. <laughs> it was very small, so detail wasn't great. But I saw, and this is in their suggestions, undies, <laughs> undies and socks. Oh, yeah. And T-shirts and sunnies and possibly a bong. 
Wow. But I'm not sure about that because it was a very small picture. Maybe it was my eyes going a bit cross-eyed. But anyway. Oh, no, that's too funny. Anyway, there you go. So, look, you might as well start thinking about Christmas presents. That's yeah. What, once, you, once you put the chocolate aside for Easter, start thinking Christmas Sounds presents. Sounds great. Coast FM scoreboard with Scotty Cummings. Oh, so here we are. Not only is the <laughs> season underway, it's derby time. Derby. So let's talk turkey. Look out. Scott Cummings. Good morning. Morning, Mel. How are you? Morning, Cindy. Does Nikki need the week off to celebrate the Eagles winning a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, she'd be going berserk. I don't know. Uh, great to talk to you guys this morning. I don't know if you heard yeah. last week, but no. Scott got very fired up about yes. the way the Ooh. Eagles have been playing. He must have been delighted with their efforts. I couldn't have, couldn't have been happier from a commentary point of view and a uh, football lover point of view of just how how they played. It was so different to what we've seen for probably three years. It was. Fast movement from the back half uh, through the middle of the ground gave their forwards a chance. It was it's it was modern footy. It's the way the good mm-hmm. teams are playing footy, and they and they and all you know all credit to Simo. He put uh, Jermaine Jones back on that halfback flank. Petrovsky Seaton's fit and well. Uh, Tim Kelly had one of his better games for the Eagles as well. They were they were dynamite. They were like seriously for the first time in a long long time really fun and exciting to watch, and they got the benefit from it. So. Whether they've shown their hand a week too early, I'm mm. not too sure. Because it's a hard one to tip this week. But It really is. Uh, well, and the other thing, too, is you watch the way, uh, again, the Dockers played, and, you know, it, it was you know hard to, to, to watch when it came down to that yeah. kind of the way that game finished up. But, like, you know, I mean, which way would you go? Like, you know, is there a run on? Well, that's the, that's the, the funny thing is, and you sit there and go, why is it taking so long for Freo to get rid of the shackles and play on and move it forward, not sideways and chip, chip, chip. It's all, I understand you, you want to be patient and you've got to keep the ball in your own hands and you don't want to fall into the, the you know, the plans of the opposition of just kicking along down the line. But you can still attack um, with fast movement and, and change of direction, but just not the, the stationary sideways chip. And yeah. it, gives the, it gives the opposition every chance to get back and set up their structure exactly the way they want it. And, but then when you're under pressure and you go, right, we've got nothing to lose here, go for it. And then all of a sudden you start getting results. I think you'll find, and you, uh, you know, coaches are stubborn, stubborn people and they have an amazing self-belief <laughs> in their own plan. <laughs> but surely, surely Justin Longmuir says, you know what, we've got to just loosen them up a little bit. We've got to drop, take the shackles off them let them play some fast-flowing footy and, and see what happens, you know. So um, I'm expecting a, a pretty fiery opening for this derby. I mean, Freo's season's on the line here. They go zipping three, and I can't see them playing finals. I know that's really early, but, <sighs> you know, not too many sides come from 0-3 and, and play finals. And, yeah, although it's possible, but it just doesn't happen. Um, if you're 0-3, it means you're not playing well enough, and it takes you a while to get that mojo back. But what a what an opening 10, 15 minutes we're going to see here. From uh, The Eagles have got a chance to... You know, possibly put Frio seasons to bed. How good would they feel about that? Love it. <laughs> That's it. That'd be pretty good. Now, look, the other you talk yeah, about. Would be. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not show our hands completely, but uh, uh, it would be in front of a Fremantle home crowd as well. Well, mm. now there, there is another big game. I mean, there are, there are some that would argue that the uh, the, the the showdown is a, is an even bigger affair in Adelaide. 
Yeah, I'll argue that. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. I love, look, I love, I'm lucky enough to play in both. And But the showdown was the, the couple of years, the first two years there of Port Adelaide when I was living in, in Adelaide. I met five people in two years that didn't follow footy. And that's not an exaggeration. I met five. Wow. Um, mm. That didn't follow it. Well, WA is obviously a lot bigger. We're a lot more spread out. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah, five people who didn't follow footy. So from the second the siren goes the week before, it's on. Showdown time is on. There's scarves, there's streamers, there's shop fronts painted. And there are, if you're outside the four walls of the football club walking down the street, you will get feedback, uh, whether it be positive or negative or inspiring <laughs> or demotivating. You will get feedback from every supporter on the street. Um, it, is, it is huge. And they legitimately hate each other. Like, well, yeah, like yeah. hate Adelaide for the fact that they still believe that they should have been in the competition first. Um, and there was just a pure hatred for it. <laughs> uh, it's good for footy. I'm not sure it's good for the walk home after the game. But, good old-fashioned um, grunge holding. It's good to see it. it's still yeah. alive and well. And yeah, any, it really any, other, any other tent pole games to look out for this week? Uh, tomorrow night you've got Richmond um, and Collingwood. Collingwood are just playing just such amazing footy. And I know there's, you know, if you don't barrack for Collingwood, you hate Collingwood. But I'm telling you now, even though a lot of people won't admit it, they, you'd have to enjoy watching Collingwood play football if you like football because they are just playing the best brand of footy I've, I've seen in a long time. There'll be 95,000 there. Uh, Craig McRae's already come out and said, look, I was at Richmond and now I'm at Collingwood. I think Collingwood's cheer squad's louder. So that's a real barb to the Richmond army, I'll tell you right now. So that'll Ooh, be, okay. be up and about. Yeah, 90,000, 95 of the MCG to see Collingwood win, I reckon. All right, lots to watch. Did you tip Frio? Is that what you just said, by the way? No, no I'm tipping West Coast. Okay. Right? And, and they're, they're underdogs, and they're paying overs for mine. But um, I'm going to tip West Coast. I think Freeman have got a lot of issues. All right, just had to circle back and check on that. Yeah. Before. We'll, we'll I've reconvene just, uh, next week. I've just uh, redid all my tipping here oh, no, now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just doing my tipping. Essendon, St Kilda, you know. Okay, we'll do this. <laughs> yeah, nice. I think the bombers can upset the same. <laughs> Thank uh, you. And we'll reconvene next week. Scott Cummings, straight to chat. There you go. Nikki and Demello's three things you need to know. First off, local basketball kicks off this weekend. Mandra Magic play away in Kalgoorlie, so you probably can't get along to that game. Mm. Uh, and Ro- Rockingham Flames start away in Williton, but then they come home to mm. Mike Barnett Sports Complex in Rockingham That's right. Saturday night, mm-hmm. hosting Joondalup Wolves. Yoo-hoo. So, yes, there is some nearby. March 30 is National Pencil Day. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating... Uh, the these days often overlooked Ooh, implement. All the, f- the lead pencils in the world. That's right. The lead, pe- the lead pencil that got snapped off in your finger. When yeah, you had, uh, I think everybody's had, no? no in the 80s? No, 90s? Really? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, you've you, never had... You lost a lead pencil in your finger somewhere. Yeah. I, it was, Is it still Honestly, there? it's still in here. Yeah, it's, it's still in my thumb. So yeah. you, you are like, you know, an Avengers-style person who has, like, <laughs> writing skills. You can That's just right. write with your own finger. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's National Pencil Day, the first <laughs> first format that made writing quite portable, as oh, opposed go. to the old, like, dip it into an inkwell. Yes, thing. yes. It's also World Bipolar Day today. It's observed March 30 every year on the birthday of Dutch painter Vincent van Gogh. Oh, cool. Uh, one of the absolute greats mm-hmm. who retrospectively um, was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Mm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's kind of like the... I guess the the poster child for not poster child, but you know what I'm saying. He's like the 
is the GOAT. Uh, the vision for World Bipolar Day is to bring world awareness to bipolar disorders and eliminate social stigma. It's good. 97.3. Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello's Coast Feed. Coast Feed. Let's go. And playing the part of uh, Nikki, your plucky new entertainment news reporter this morning, yes. uh, is Cindy. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Uh, look, Snoop Dogg will take a gig everyone else is turning down. Of course he will. <laughs> the dog father said he would perform at Westminster Abbey for Char- King Charles III's <laughs> coronation <laughs> on May the 6th. How seriously is this? Like, is he <laughs> literally going to be? No, he's not going to be at the coronation. Yeah, look, Snoopy told Sun Tabloid, I'm down to perform at the coronation. Make it happen. <laughs> Several other big names like like Sir Elton John, Adele, Harry Styles have all, have right. turned it down as well at the moment. Yeah, so I think it would be quite funny. Could you imagine the the British faces like to when he pulls out like drop it like a tar, drop it like a tar. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be rad. But uh, you know, stay tuned on that one. Somebody say men you love. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah. I, look, I hope it happens. I can't. I think I mean, it would be phenomenal. It would just be the most amazing step forward for the British monarchy ever. <laughs> Totally. Um, a star-studded new spy series from the directors of Avengers Egg Endgame is coming to Prime Video, which is really cool. It's called Citadel and stars Game of Thrones stars Richard Madden and fantastic group of other people. I'm, I'm not giving them too much away because it's this one to watch. Now, it's uh, two former agents whose memories have been wiped and they return to prevent a new world order. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. I saw all these people die. I keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Ooh, game Whatever continues. it takes. Wow. Whatever it takes. Look, the first two episodes of Citadel premiere on Prime Video on April 28, with new episodes dropping weekly throughout May the 26th. It's pretty cool, pretty cool. And attention all Metallica fans Ooh. for one night only experience the new Metallica album, 72 Seasons, in a worldwide listening party. This is so cool. Uh, Metallica have announced a series of in-cinema listening parties for their upcoming 11th studio album on Thursday the 13th of April. Now, the fans will be able to hear the new able, new album in full ahead of its release the following day. Oh, 
Imagine that cricket out of the speaker. <laughs> from a, <laughs> Could a you cinema. It was so awesome. cool. And all the fans together as well. Love yep. it. And if you are a Metallica fan, well, got something really exciting. This is like hot off the press, okay. right? Uh, tune in next week as we have double passes to the listening party held at Reading Cinemas in Mandra. Awesome. Nikki and DeMello. Back tomorrow morning from 6. 97.3 Coast FM.